Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 112 of the 476ers podcast. On today's episode, we're going to react to Ben Simmons and his bullshit. Stay tuned. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming from my mind. You good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's been a while. You know, I've just been kind of here. Everything is under construction. I'm working on a new space. Within the same space, it's not like I have a podcast studio. It's just within the space that I'm currently in. I'm working on a space within this space, uh, so everything can change a little bit, and I can change the setup of my situation to look a little bit more uh, presentable, uh, a little more uh, 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 professional, you know, uh, so that you're not watching me just essentially conduct a Zoom meeting on a podcast. Um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff in the NBA, kind of. It's been, a, you know, listen, there's one thing that we all give a fuck about. Let's be clear. There's one thing that the NBA kind of gives a shit about, and that's this Ben Simmons shit, right? That's the only thing that matters right now. I mean, you know, I think I talked about, I'm sure I talked about the Bulls on my last free agency podcast, me liking what they've done, because I do like what they've done. Um, I hate what the Lakers have done. I just, I just don't care. I don't care what you say. I don't care. The Lakers are old as shit. They don't have a ton of shooting. The, 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 if they ever have situations where Russ and Dwight are on the court together, it's essentially a little bit better than having Ben and Dwight on the court together. Because Ben and Dwight on the court is just Dwight and Dwight with a handle and passing. It's one Dwight. It's an alternate reality Dwight. You know, if you're watching like, what if it's the alternate reality Dr. Strange? That's what Ben is to Dwight is just alternate reality Dwight and then our actual reality Dwight. And they're just out there doing the same bullshit, except one of them can dribble and pass a little bit. That's all. He dribbles and he can pass and that's it. You know what I mean? But ultimately, they're the same. They're one and the same. They offer the same bullshit when it comes to actually they don't offer the same bullshit when it comes down to it, because you know what? When it comes down to it, Dwight actually—if you remember in the playoffs, I think it was against the Hawks. Was it against the Hawks or against the Wizards? There was a game where Dwight hit two free throws down the stretch, two straight free throws down the stretch in a kind of a, a somewhat big moment. You know what I mean? Then we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so the Lakers have signed a million a million old people, and I'm supposed to be convinced that they're the best team. Somebody said that. Who was it? Who the hell was I just literally read this this morning who said that Rob Polinka is running circles around the league. Why running circles around the league doing what picking up AARP members. Now he wants to sign DeAndre Jordan for what. So you're going to have DeAndre Dwight Marcus all still you're going to have these three assholes. Mark is the only one who's actually good at anything. You know, for being honest, he's old, you know, and he, he seemingly is always overweight. Um, but, you know. He's he can actually shoot a little bit and, you know, whatever they signed Rondo. OK, which, you know. All right, let's take a step back. Let's talk about Ben Simmons. All right, Benny. Benny Blanco from Australia, Benny Blanco from down under. The dingo, the 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 the. Whatever, I can't, the left-handed maestro who actually isn't fucking left-handed. Why don't you go to your right hand? Because it's the right hand. The fucking clue is in the title. You're not left-handed, whatever. But you know what? And pick up games at, at, at Planet Fit or wherever the fuck you're playing. What, what's the, uh, the spot where everybody be playing? Uh, uh, damn, what's the expensive fucking stupid gym? 
Lifetime, Lifetime Fitness, you're there draining. I mean, just drilling jumpers. I mean, look at you go. Look at you go. A modern James Harden, lefty and all, doing all types of bullshit we're never going to see you do in a professional NBA game. You're not going to fucking fool me. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. You went out, they get the fuck out. You're upset that people booed you, get the fuck out. You're upset that Joe threw you under the bus. You know what? Joe threw you under the bus. And you can be up, you should be upset for that. Let me, let, let's, let me give you, let's play devil's advocate. I'm going to give you the benefit of the, hold on, my, my haircut is, look, if I just caught it in the, you know, in the Zoom meeting, I just want to give a shout out to my barber, Izzy at Blueprint Barber Lounge. He's out there. If you want that, that high, highfalutin bougie cut you go there for the bougie experience you go there have a beer at any time at 10 a.m in the morning i'm lit it doesn't matter but i'm getting the flyest fucking hair coming to get and i always leave smelling good sometimes he makes me look like i'm going to dance bachata for an hour other times i just feel like i go with the matte finish that's how i like to be i like the matte finish i don't like to draw too much attention to myself because you know what being six four three hundred plus that draws plenty of attention anyway my haircut looks great ben simmons I, I, you want out. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me back you up for one second. Here. Let me, I'm gonna give you some love here. I'm gonna give you some, I'm gonna I'm back you up here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your back. I'm gonna grab your, I got you. I got you. I see when I recognize injustice, I step to it. You know what I mean? I step to it. I step through it and we're going to get, we're going to get to it. I'm not going to go around injustice. I see it. It's time to speak on it. Right. Joe should not have thrown you under the bus. Joe, be a better leader. This is a learning lesson for you. This is, you know, I'm sorry, let, let me go, because this is, this is like, I have explained this, you know, when me and my son's mother split up, and not, not to go too far left, but I mean, it's too late, I've already started this with a title that is now way too far left, but me and my son's mother split up, and anytime I talk to any uh, prospective uh, people, you know, sometimes it could be hard to understand the nuance of being like, I see how I fucked up in the relationship. And yet on the same time, at the same time, we did not belong together, right? The relationship was not meant to last. It ran its course. There were mistakes I made, and yet the relationship ran its course. Those two things can exist in the same world. So, Joe, you made a mistake, all right? You should not have thrown him under the bus. However, that relationship is not meant to last. You can see the mistakes that you've made here, but also know you and Ben were not ever meant to play together. Joe... Those tweets you put out yesterday, I'm going to be honest with you. You got to be fucking careful. And this is going to go a little political right here. But this idea that the media makes up things, this, this, that idea, while this is only sports and we're going to, you know, whatever. And I'm not not to get too deep into shit, but that concept that the media makes up things, right? That concept gets used by other famous people. Because as I've stated many times in this podcast, when you're rich, people assume that you know better. It's just how it works. So if you're rich and a little bit successful, you have a little bit of notoriety, they're going to assume you're no better. You know, I want to, I was talking to my therapist yesterday about being a, how I want to be like some sort of motivational speaker or some sort of, you know, a, a mentor or a coach for people, you know, a spiritual coach or something to help people talk through some stuff. Uh, Cause I know a little bit sometimes. Right. And I, and I told her how, you know, it's, it's hard because I don't necessarily have the qualifications other than my own experience, my own life experience that I've made it through should be qualification enough. Right. Um, but you know, it's hard to get people to believe that. All if, if I could just figure out how to get rich, I don't even want to get, I don't even need to get rich to just want to be rich. I want to get rich so that I can come and be like, yeah, but I'm rich. And people are gonna be like, he must know what he's talking about then. Cause that's how it works in this country. If you don't realize that, just think about it a little bit. So when you go around saying that 
the media is making up stories. That is like wild dangerous. You know what I mean? I know that this is only basketball. And I know it's a little bit less important than everything else. But in the big picture, when you're going around saying the media makes up stories, you're essentially verifying literally the entire Trump administration. You're verifying all these people, any autocrat in the world who essentially is just saying who has a state run media and then a regular media that's supposed to hold them to account. And they come out and say the regular media is just making up stories, and they're not. They're just reporting stories. Now, does the media sometimes slant stories? Sure. Does the media sometimes over-report certain stories and under-report others? Sure. But there's not really a lot of situations where the media has made up a story. Aside, And also on top of that, like what happened with Dame, Dame Lillard a few weeks ago, right, where the guy said, hey, these are what I'm hearing from sources, and Dame says, you know, you're a liar, essentially. And the guy's like, hey, this is like my prof- this is my job. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't call your profession into question. I can't, I can't ruin your integrity. You know what I mean? I can't ruin your integrity because you're Dame Lillard. You're a basketball player. Your integrity right now is purely based on whether you stay in Portland or whether you leave Portland and that's it. My integrity though is based on rumors and sources that I'm hearing. And because everyone keeps saying sources, calling out sources as some sort of fake shit and you're essentially assigning fake news and now you're making my profession, my profession untenable. Joe, don't say shit like that, okay? It's fucking obvious you don't like to play with Ben. I mean, there's really not, you know what I mean? I've seen last year, was it last year, I think, in the beginning of the year, maybe two years ago? I remember, I'll never forget, because you wanted to bring up shit from two years ago and a year ago and all this shit. Okay, let me bring up shit from two years ago, because I remember specifically a time when you went up for a rebound. Ben went up for a rebound. You guys kind of jostled for it. Ben took off. Joe, you looked at the bench and said, what the fuck is his problem? I remember that time. Don't tell me that I made that up because I remember that shit. And I remember thinking, oh, fuck, I don't think Joe likes playing with Ben. I don't think he likes it. So let's not do this, Joe, because I could just pull up instances. We could just literally run it back two months ago when you said you thought the turning point was Ben fucking up. You know what I mean? Those weren't your exact words, but that was the implication. The implication. Shout out to Dennis Reynolds. So let's not play that. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. All right? Let's not do You can disagree with the report. You can say, I would love to know who your source is. But to go around saying that people are lying and shit when this is their job is kind of a dangerous road to cross. That's like a dangerous road to cross. You're undermining the integrity of people that are here to hold other bigger organizations and bigger things accountable. I know this is only sports, but this matters as much in sports as it does in the real world. Because once you start letting one domino fall here, once you start acquiescing to these things, then eventually it just undermines the entire fucking thing. That's how it works. That's how any abusive situation works. So don't do that shit. Fuck your tweets. Your tweets is cap. That's cap. All of that was cap. We know it. It's all cap. All right? It's all cap. You're trying to fix a situation right here that isn't really fixable because you already threw them under the bus. And Ben is sensitive. Okay? It's fine. No problem. A lot of people are sensitive. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive too. Very sensitive. You throw me under the bus, I'm not going to take it well. I'm getting better. If you throw me under the bus, I'll probably take it a little bit better now than I would have taken it you know, a year ago, even a year ago, you throw me under the bus, then I hijack the bus and I blow the fucking bus up. It turns into speed one. All right. Ben, Doc then threw you under the bus the very next day. But let me, let me, let me give Doc some leeway here, who I don't want to give leeway because Doc, you flip floppy bitch. I'm sorry, you're not a bitch. I don't know you personally. I'm not going to call you a bitch. You flip floppy fucker. I don't know if you're a fucker either, but fucker at least is so ambiguous. Who even knows what that means? 
right? You flip floppy fucker, Doc. You threw all of us under the bus when Ben was clearly fucking up in the Wizard series, but because the Wizards are trash, it didn't really matter. And then you threw Ben under the bus for the exact same reasons. We were like, oh, I don't like this. Uh, what's up with Ben here? And then you threw him under the bus. Well, that wasn't really intelligent, was it? Can he be a, cha- a, ca- a championship caliber point guard? I don't know. I don't know. Now, the thing is, is to give Doc a, some, a little bit more grace, can he be a championship level point guard? Doesn't mean he can't be a championship level power forward or a championship level basketball player generally. But can he be a championship level point guard? The answer is no. Let's be clear. As long as he's not, as long as he can't make free throws, I don't fuck the jump shots for a second. Fuck the jump shots. Aside from the fact that point guards shoot jumpers, all right, other than Rondo, and that's why you've seen Rondo bounce from place to place to place. And I like Rondo. I'm going to talk about him in a second when I roast Daryl Morey. Other than that, all right, point guards shoot jump shots. Just is what it is. You want to be a point guard? You got to shoot jumpers. Magic shot jumpers. Isaiah shot jumpers. You go further, further fucking back. Uh, 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 watch his face. Uh, uh, Bob Cousy shot jump shots. All right. Fucking uh, 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 watch his face from the from the from the Knicks. Uh, uh, Walt Clyde Frazier shot jump shots. OK, they shoot jumpers, point guards shoot jumpers for as long as the history of the NBA has been a thing. Point guards have been shooting jump shots. It is what it is, Ben. You can't fucking shoot. You're also too scared to go to the rim, okay? But I understand, Doctor, you're under the bus. Joe, you're under the bus. You're not happy about that. But guess what? They reached out. They're trying to make it better for you. They're trying to apologize. They've they've tried to apologize to at least. Uh, I don't know, Joe, if Joe has or hasn't. You know what I mean? Apparently, you guys haven't been communicating. I didn't see Joe refute that necessarily, but you know he tried to refute everything. Whatever, not my business. Ben, here's the deal, though. That's all the grace you're gonna fucking get now. Because the fact is, is you haven't fucking shown up. You're not worth the number one pick as of right now. There's just no possible way that I can look at the, the if, if honestly, I'm going to throw a word around that's going to sound really crazy. This is a really hot fucking take because there's so many fucking people that are, that have gotten too overly into the nuance of the game. And I'm like, yeah, but again, back to what I've been talking about for the last few months, Ben and the little things and the defense and all, all of this is a little overblown. It's all a little bit overblown. If you actually watch him play defense, these the defensive stats are trash. And I've been talking about this. I'm going to re-bring it up here. The idea, as they were flashing these stats of Bradley Beal with Ben Simmons um, defending him, all I remember thinking was, oh, okay, so they attribute wide-open missed jumpers to Ben's defense because Ben is the primary defender on that play, gets screened out of the play, Bradley has a wide open shot and misses it, then that is now a plus for Ben. Now, if you play basketball, you know this. I'm going to give, I'll, I'll throw this little curveball in here. If you play basketball, you know this. When you're a good defender or you play against good defenders, right, a lot of it is about getting you out of rhythm. So if you want to argue that Ben got, got Bradley Beal out of rhythm, so when he did have open jumpers, he was missing it, I guess you can say that. That's fine, too. You can say that if you want. That is something really hard to prove, really hard to prove that there's no way you can prove that with a statistic. Honestly, you really can't. So if Bradley is shooting a wide open jumper and missing it and Ben is with not within three feet of him, I don't really care. It's not really important. You know what I mean? Ben's defense didn't do anything in that situation. All right. Ben's defense 
I mean, it's not like he's out there forcing steals and turnovers and doing all this. He does do that sometimes, but he does that mostly when he's in lanes, when he's in space, right? That's really his thing is being a safety. And I've been, I've talked about that, right? Whereas someone like Kawhi, when Kawhi is at his prime on ball defending somebody, I mean, he just causes every single issue. You're not going to have the opportunity to play make like someone like Trey Young was playmaking the entire series. When Ben got switched onto him, it just turned into a Trey, a Trey Young playmaking situation. He's just going to play make up and down the court. We also lost Danny Green. And as much as people wanted to shit on him, that was a big, important loss right there. Cause he was Arguably our second best on-ball defender at times. If I, again, bring up the first Suns game from last year, for the millionth time here, he was the best on-ball defender in that game. And then once we switched Ben on Devin, Devin roasted him. So, Ben, you can't. You You want to demand a trade? Fine. Actually, no, okay, yeah, we'll start here. You want to demand a trade? Fine. But... Where is the humanity in you? Where is the part of you that is, I mean, it's impressive. You, you know, I'm a, it's impressive, right? It's impressive to think somebody could make it to the NBA, right? I, maybe it's not that impressive. Maybe a lot of players have done this before and they flame, and that's why they flame out. You make it to the NBA without any form of self-reflection in terms of your game and things that you need to improve. And it just seems to be everyone else's fault to you. How does that work, Ben? You, you, so you want to demand a trade. See, like from my standpoint, and again, I, I can't relate to Ben. I'm not a professional athlete. I've never lived the life he has. I've never talked to the women he's had. He's a good looking guy. Good for him. Has scars all over his arm. I don't know what he's gone through in his life. Scars everywhere. So I, I've never gone through what he's gone through. No idea. But I just don't understand how you don't see the problem in your game. I'm not even talking about the jump shooting. That is a different somewhat issue. Again, like I just talked about, every point guard shoots jumpers. But fuck the jump shooting for a second. You don't understand how people could be frustrated with you when you're shooting 30% from the free throw line. You don't understand it. You know, I talked about this the other day, the, 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 the one play, and I've seen this, I saw this pointed out on Twitter, actually. And then when I rewatched, I ended up rewatching game seven against the Hawks a couple of days ago. And there's the, the play, the big play, I think it's in the second quarter where, uh, you know, we get a rebound, uh, we get a defensive rebound. We're pushing it on a break. Ben is pushing it on a break. He gets close to half court and immediately gives up the ball to Joe, who's running right next to him. He's running next to him. He gives it up to Joe. Uh, Joe takes one or two dribbles, takes two steps and dunks, screams for the crowd. So it works out, right? And somebody had pointed out on Twitter that the reason why that highlight happened was because Ben was too scared to keep the ball. When I rewatched it, I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah, Ben was way too scared to have the ball in his hands in that moment. That's why he gave it up to Joe, the center, who's running in the middle of the court. Yo, no, there is no situation there is never going to be a scenario outside of, of Joker. There will never be a scenario outside of Joker where the point guard, quote unquote, the point guard is going to give up the ball on a fast break to a center. There is never going to be that situation unless it's Joker. It's the only time that's actually going to be ever be a thing. Other than that, they would no one would ever do that. Or if Giannis is playing the small ball five. In that case, they'll give it up to Giannis at the small ball five. Other than that, there is never a situation where that's or, – or when Draymond is playing the five. You know what I mean? Other than that, there's not going to be a situation like that. Just It just doesn't make sense. Joe's handle 
is solid, but it's loose. Why would you ever give him the ball in the middle of traffic, in the middle of the basketball court to go finish a, a, a dunk as a point guard? That doesn't make sense. If you're a real point guard, that doesn't make sense, right? If you wanted to rely on being a point guard, I would say, well, then maybe you can't be a point guard if you thought that made sense. Because the truth is, it has nothing to do with that. It's that you were scared. You didn't want to have the ball in your hands because you didn't want to go to the free throw line. You didn't want to get fouled because it's the scariest situation. You running on a fast break is fantastic, even though you don't fucking do it enough. You running on a fast break is a fantastic situation for our team and therefore a team going out of their way to foul you and giving up the foul and saying, fuck it, make it at the free throw line is the worst case scenario to you. That's the worst case scenario too. And that's a problem. And you don't really see this logic. Instead, you, you see that they threw you under the bus. Rightfully, you're angry. And then you request a trade as if you, nothing that we've seen said by, about you, it's like you don't understand. You're so enclosed. It, it's, you're, it's the bubble, right? You're enclosed in your own bubble. You're encapsulated in a bubble of yes, man, of this cocksucker, rich fucking Paul, who I'll talk about in a second. You're encapsulated inside this bubble and you can't see your own failure staring at you in the fucking face. And that shit is what makes me fucking sick. That's what makes me sick. I'm over you. I, I promise you, as Philadelphia fans, we are all over you for the majority. And a lot of these motherfuckers, to be clear, as I said at the end of game seven, when I did that podcast, you can't jump on the bandwagon now because I saw you guys defending him, capping for him and all this shit. When I'm like, yo, this is a fucking problem. All through the Wizards years, I said, this is a problem. Yarba, he does the little things. Like what, what Doc said, if you don't, if you want to bench, you don't know shit about basketball. Mind you, again, as I said, I didn't even want to bench Ben at the end of the game. But we're not going to just not acknowledge the fact that this is a problem. This is a problem. He can't have the ball in his hands at the end of games. Our point guard can't have the ball in his hands at the end of the fucking game. Could you imagine Ben doing anything that Giannis did in game in game six against the Suns where he goes 17 for 17 from the free throw line? Are you fucking kidding me? That was one of the most impressive clutch thugged out situations I've ever seen on a basketball court where this fucking guy you have the entire world is literally counting down every time you step to the free throw line, the world counts down. And you go and go 17 for 17 because that's a man who's humble. That wasn't the first overall pick. That's a humble person. He's not afraid to make himself look bad. He's not afraid to look bad. Ben is afraid to look bad. And this happens to a lot of players. You know, Vic has been saying this for years. This right here is the most ex extreme version of it. For, for years, Vic's argument against LeBron not going to the, to the, to the dunk contest. And the thing is, like when, when he would say this, I would be like, this sounds like good logic. But I just, I find it hard to believe that it's true. Like, is this really true? Are these guys this fickle? And looking at Ben, it's like, yeah. And when you look at how kind of how LeBron's career played out, you can see the argument there where it's like, yeah, these guys are afraid to look bad. Yeah, they're afraid to look bad for sure. A lot of these guys are afraid to do that. I, and I get it because social media is going to point out every one of your failures and flaws. Except that, Ben, you look bad right now. You're afraid to look bad shooting threes and free throws correctly or whatever it is. How aren't you afraid to then get close to the rim and get fucking fouled? Well, you are afraid to do that. How do you, how are you, not, I'm sorry. What I should say is how are you not afraid to look bad when you do that? I mean, that fucking play is despicable. That play at the end of game seven is one of the most despicable plays I've ever seen in my life. It's you and Trey Young. Even if Trey fouls you, you should finish that. Even if he fouls you, you should, he could fucking gut you. He could stab you. He could headbutt you with his fucking, 
curly top with his fucking head that just looks like a bunch of barbed wire, like fencing, the razor wire fencing. That's what his hair looks like. He can headbutt you. You're still going to make it. You may be stabbed and bleeding. You're still going to make it. Come on. And you're going to just be mad. Fine. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck off. And then here goes Rich Paul. This, 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 you know, I, much like what I just said about players not wanting to look bad and me not totally understanding it. For years, people have been talking about agents and their power and how agents swing a lot more power in the NBA than people realize. And I never really totally, you know, I was like, I guess it's true. I, you know, I don't know. Well, here we go. Here's the most famous version of this happening right now. We've seen other versions of it happen, right? Kind of a little bit lighter where somebody gets signed and they give a big contract to this person too. It happened with LeBron and Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson was a clutch client. They gave a massive contract to Tristan Thompson as kind of a handshake deal to, to keep LeBron as well. Well, there's a conflict of interest. There's a conflict of interest here. There was a rumor that Ben would love to go to Cleveland. I can't even believe that's true. I can't believe that's true. That was reported by the Cavaliers blog. I think it's the, the official Cavaliers blog site. I, I find that hard to believe that's true, except for if it's Rich Paul, LeBron, this whole clutch situation. Oh, I guess you could see a situation where maybe they would push Ben to Cleveland. Rich Paul, you need to suck a dick. These agents, like this game right here, I get it to an extent, right? I get it that, you see, because player empowerment really starts from a place where, where is the protection when someone like Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas is the best ex recent example, right? Where someone like Isaiah Thomas, his sister could die. He plays the next game and gives and, and scores 50, breaks his fucking face, comes back the next game and plays. Where is the protection for when a guy, oh, oh, he hurt his hip. He played through the hip injury, which which is essentially what sub, sub like what was subverted his career. That's what ruined his career. He plays through that hip injury. He should have protected himself and said, "Fuck these playoffs." As soon as that injury happened, I think the injury happened in like January, February of that year, and he just played it under wraps. He played through the pain, went through the playoffs, did all of that, then got discarded. So where's the protection when a player does that for a franchise and the franchise says, fuck out of here? Well, the protection is a guy like Rich Paul is going to say, oh, word, that's how you're going to treat my client. I'm going to be then what you're going to have to do to get these other clients. You're going to have to move heaven and earth. Fuck that. I'm not going to send anyone to you because look at what you just did to Isaiah Thomas. I understand that. I understand that. And I understand that the player you have to be in the best interest of the player. But the rumors coming out about Maxi, about you pushing Maxi, that you don't want Maxi to uh, 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 have roots and all that. I don't know where these rumors are now, to be clear. Kendrick Perkins yesterday came out and said that wasn't true. I don't know who Kendrick Perkins knows that knows that. At point, Nerlens Noel then tweeted a gif of Pinocchio on the strings, essentially implying that Kendrick Perkins is just a fucking puppet for Rich Paul to outlet this message. Jason Dumas also came out, who was the one who originally broke the story. Well, he didn't really. Well, yeah, he he he's been breaking some stuff. It was actually Keith Pompey who originally broke the story of Ben telling the team he wanted out. But he then came out and said, as an update, there is that, that it's not really true that that we want Ty, that Rich Paul wants Tyrese out of here. The truth is, Rich Paul's excited for Tyrese. My guess is that there was some sort of mending in the last 24 hours between Daryl Murray and Rich Paul. And it's like, okay, 
we'll let Tyrese go then. We'll keep Tyrese or whatever. Whatever it is, whether it's us working on a trade with one of the LA teams that Ben wants to acquiesce to Rich Paul so we can keep Tyrese Maxey, whatever. Because right now, essentially, what we have to do is we have to trade Ben for Tyrese Maxey plus whatever we get back. It's kind of almost, when you think about this, is what's happening right now. That's what's happening with the situation. It's fucking nonsense. It's nonsense. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. This is too much power. At the same time, Rich Paul's getting sued by Nerlens because according to Nerlens and according to a lot of other basketball players, kind of the mid-level guys, right? Not the superstar guys, but the mid-level guys are essentially saying that Rich Paul doesn't actually give a fuck about them. He only gives a fuck about the big guys. So someone like Nerlens, when he got the contract off from Dallas for $90 million, on Rich Paul's word, he turned it down. And then when Nerlens got injured, injured and started taking all these mid-levels and all this shit, Rich Paul essentially just went missing. Now Rich Paul's countersuing Nerlens for some of the money, for a percentage of the money that he made in these contracts, because Nerlens never paid him. I, I don't know. I don't know who's countersuing who actually. Uh, and Nerlens is is taking up the lawsuit, saying, "Well, yeah, but you're a shitty agent for all the smaller guys, and I have witnesses that will come and speak on behalf of themselves about how shitty of an agent you are to us if we're not superstar material." Fuck you, Rich Paul. That's all I got to say about you. You can clutch this dick in your fucking mouth. Fuck you. That's how I feel about you. <sighs> Daryl. Now, I said this two podcasts ago. I said, Daryl, we're getting to a point where we're going to have to pull up the accounting of your career. And I haven't done it yet, to be clear. I haven't done it yet. We have to pull up the accounting to your career to see what you've actually done outside of the James Harden trade. The James Harden trade was great. But what did you really do outside of that? I'm going to look at it. I'm not saying that you were bad or good or not. I don't have the history right in front of me, but I'm going to start pulling it up. Because what happened here is a fuck up of epic proportions. Ben told the team two weeks ago he wanted to fuck out. Before it came to a head now. And the reason it's coming to a head now is because we're bullshitting. Because now rumors are coming out that we're prepared to go into camp with Ben. And Ben is like, oh, word, you must not have listened when I told you two fucking weeks ago I wasn't coming to camp, bitch. Daryl, you fucked this one up. That's what happened. I'm not going to get into the James Harden thing. At that time, Ben seemed salvageable. It seemed salvageable. If he could just get this free throw thing under, the defense and all these other things are good. Figure out the mental part. Maybe it works, right? In hindsight, it was a fuck up. But I'm not going to attribute that as a fuck up to you. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy to think now that we ever question that you would trade for one of the five greatest shooting guards of all time, arguably. And James Harden, somebody who if we had James in the playoffs, well, he would have gotten injured probably, maybe, who knows. But if we had James and Joe, is a whole different situation. That's a different situation against the Hawks than Ben and Joe. A completely different situation. We win that series. And we're talking to the, the, the Bucs in the next series, right? Was it the Bucs in the, in the Eastern Conference? Right? Was the Bucs in the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And we're seeing the Bucs in the Eastern Conference Finals, Right? With James Harden, with James Harden versus Giannis, you know what I mean, and Joe versus the world. Was it a fuck up? Sure, that's a hindsight fuck up. A lot of us, I'm not going to just walk back. A lot of people are going to walk back 
shit that they've been saying. I'm not going to walk back shit that I said at that time. I said, I don't know if I want to trade Ben for Joe, for James Harden. I don't I, really, what I said was, I don't want to trade Ben and Tyrese Maxey for James Harden. I don't want to trade Ben and Matisse for James Harden. If it's Ben and draft picks and some other just shake Milton and whatever. Okay. I'm down to do that, but I'm not willing to give up Matisse and Maxey. Well, that didn't work out. Now, the playoffs happen. My man crashes, collapses, fails. A failure. I mean, essentially, uh, I mean, Ben is essentially the moon that Thanos threw at Iron Man. The biggest brick in the world. And his value gets driven down. And yet, I guess Daryl either didn't watch Game 7, has no idea what happened. It just doesn't, or he's lost his fucking mind. Asking teams for this shit that you're asking for, because now we're in a situation where, where, where is our leverage actually? The, 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 the running theory is that Ben doesn't have any leverage. That's partly true. It's partly true. The problem is, when you're talking about the NBA, Ben's contract is worth more money than what he actually brings to the, I mean, I'm sorry, what Ben brings in terms of, uh, in terms of excitement, you know, having a player like that brings in terms of selling tickets and selling merchandise and all that stuff, right? That stuff is worth more than the contract. But if you're finding him only for the contract value, you're still losing money. The, no owner is going to accept that. No owner is going to accept that. So do we really have the leverage? We do for a little bit, but not for the long term because you have a sunken cost on your team. You're paying $20 million to somebody who's not going to play and you're finding them. But the product on the floor suffers now because of this weird, dumbass stalemate. This is a fuck up. We don't really have leverage. That's what player empowerment is. We don't actually have leverage because ultimately one way or another, whether Ben is not playing for us, whether he's holding out or whether we trade Ben. He's not going to play for us. So you had to trade him. You needed to read the tea leaves because that's your fucking job to do as a GM. As Joe threw him under the bus, as Doc Rivers threw him under the bus, you need to have realized, but again, you're this science guy. You're the analyst. Well, the percentage of this and all this shit. Suck a dick with the percentages for one second. Understand that these are human beings. There's a human condition, a human element here that is going to come to the surface that's coming into play here, and you fucked it up now. You fucked it up, and you didn't recognize it. And now here we are. So we got offered Brogdon and other shit. You could have negotiated with that without being a dick. You could have maybe gotten Brogdon and Duarte. I would have absolutely loved that. I love Duarte. If you watch the Summer League, oh, I'm a big fan of that cocksucker. Love him. Dominican. An actual Dominican. Now when I call Toby the Dominican, it's actually insulting because I could really refer to the real Dominican on the team. I would have taken that deal. Now, especially, especially in hindsight, but at that time now, I was just saying, hey, go ahead and talk to them because I'm a big fan of Brogdon. An actual point guard would have been perfect for Joe. Yeah, you still need more. It's not enough because you, you still got to work out the Toby shit. I mean, that fucking deal is an albatross. That fucking guy. We're going to be good, though. We'd be good still. Toby scores 20 a game. Brogdon scores 20 a game. Bunch of free throws. Great defender. Very good on-ball defender still. Looking at that deal in hindsight now, I mean, what a fuck up. We'd be lucky if we could get Brogdon now. We'd be lucky if we could get Brogdon now. I mean, that would be a miracle. It'd be a miracle. Or there was a, the Spurs trade. 
something like something to the tune of the of Dejounte Murray, and I think they were offering Lonnie Walker. Well, you couldn't work with that. You couldn't get Dejounte, Calvin Johnson in their first round draft pick, where they used to draft this dude, the young kid. I can't remember his name right now. You couldn't have gotten that from them. I would have been happy with that. I'm a big fan of Dejounte, like Calvin Johnson a lot too. Then you get a draft pick. No, instead you're asking the Warriors for all of their draft picks plus Wiseman plus Wiggins. You're asking the, the Raptors for Kyle Lowry, for OG, and for, for, for Fred Van Vliet and picks. You fucked it up, Daryl. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. And here we are reaping the reaping what you've sown. I mean, this is a curse. Let me be clear. A lot of people don't believe in curses. I am somebody who, if you know me, I am superstitious. Whatever you want to think about superstitions, it's fine. I've had too many experiences in my life to tell me that certain things are not real or that certain things don't have a basis in reality. And I'm not going to get into that here in this podcast. I'm not going to get into a whole spiritual thing with you. But I promise you, I am superstitious. The curse of Sam Hinkie, that shit is real. And now I'm kind of joking. I don't know if if curses in sports is a real thing, but it certainly fucking feels real because all of this is failing. If you take a look back, I mean, I've been saying for years that the Sam Hinkie thing us getting rid of Sam Hankey was to get the first round pick that we used to draft Ben. Because if you don't remember at that time, we've tanked, we've tanked successfully. We are waiting for the lottery odds to come in. And right before the lottery comes in, Sam is gutted of his power. And we bring in these assholes, the Colangelos. And then, boop, oh, surprise, surprise, first overall pick in the lottery. Rumors that the NBA was unhappy about us tanking the way we were tanking and all that all were coming out weeks leading up to the lottery oh we got the first overall pick and then we drafted ben sam goes away and now here we are yeah this is a failure all of it is a failure the entire process all the guys that we drafted i mean we've just been gutted we traded cov dario and what a pick i think was it a pick i forgot what else I think Jerry Bayless was in that stupid ass trade too. To the Wolves for Jimmy. Jimmy leaves for nothing. Oh, Jimmy leaves for for Josh Richardson. We end up trading Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. So essentially, we traded Cov Dario for Seth Curry. Cov Dario, Jerry Bayless, and a pick, I think, for Seth Curry is where we are now with that deal. Right? Oh. Oh, that just made me sick thinking about it. Just a bad taste in my mouth. It's awful. And now we got Ben. So we've been dealing. Look at Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant, we traded Jeremy Grant for uh, for Ursan Ilyasova. And uh, second round pick, I think. That second round pick, I'm pretty sure, without knowing for a fact, I think really didn't turn into anything. Might have turned into shake, which means it didn't turn into anything. Jeremy Grant went from the Thunder to the Nuggets. Got a massive contract at the Pistons, averaging 20 points a game. Jeremy would have been better than, huh, Jeremy would have been better than Toby, to be honest. Then, all of these draft assets, we draft Mikhail Bridges, the right, the right move. Trade him. Trade him for fucking the nut allergy. Who knows where he is? I've already forgotten his name. I see his face in my mind. I see his face. They compared him to Dwayne Wade coming out of college. Zaire. Where is Zaire? Where in the world is Zaire Smith? Suffering from a nut allergy somewhere. 
we fired Hanky, we got cursed, and everything has fallen apart since. And all we have is Joe, who has tenuous health and bullshit. Bullshit. Traded a bunch of all of these guys, the, 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 the Landry Shamid and whatever the fuck to get Toby. And we just have nonsense. Just have a bunch of bullshit. We have no path to get better. We have to trade Ben now for, for even more of a fraction on the dollar than it was before because he wants out. Because now he's forced our hands. We don't have leverage. Whoever thinks we have leverage, I think, doesn't completely understand what's happening in the NBA right now in terms of agents and in terms of players. We don't have leverage because the longer this goes on, Rich Paul, again, a guy who is in charge of some of the biggest clients in the league, he just signed Zach Levine. Clutch Sports designed Zach Levine, right? So now, as long as this goes on, we may not have hope of getting Zach Levine. Let's say we could have traded Ben for Zach Levine at one time. Now it's probably not even an option. Trade one clutch guy for another clutch guy. Rich Paul may not want that. Zach only has one year. So if we trade him for Zach, Zach might be the fuck gone next year. I mean, this is, if you don't understand what's happening in the NBA, you don't completely understand that we don't have leverage. The idea that we have leverage is not true. Superstars in the NBA are the currency of the NBA. That's the currency, which sounds awful, honestly, because we're talking about a lot of black people. It almost sounds like slavery. So I don't mean it that way, but it's the the fact that superstars in the NBA is what make your franchise worth anything. And if agents control superstars and you mistreat a superstar and that agent says, well, there are no other superstars coming to you from me then, then we don't have leverage. And that's the fucking truth. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's fucking depressing. You read the, this fucking thing right here that the Kings won't trade the Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Let's be clear. I love Halliburton. I love his upside. Everybody loves his upside. The fact that the Kings are saying, the Kings were terrible, mind you, at this, are saying, we're not going to trade his upside for your fucking Ben Simmons. That's crazy to think about. Ben is a four-time all-star, two-time all-defensive player. Tyrese hasn't done anything yet. Average 13 points a game last year. Oh, who is that? Who is that? I tell you, school started. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. School started here and, and just the parents. I mean, some of these parents are just, God bless. God bless them. God bless them. Back to school. Back to school. Let's uh, shout out to, uh, what the hell? Oh, my God. Adam Sandler, Billy Madison. There it is. Anyway, so, yeah. That's depressing. We can't even trade for Tyrese Halliburton. So I'm about, they'll give, they could get off for Buddy and Marvin Bagley. I mean, it's funny when you read the rumors because it's like Buddy and Marvin Bagley, who's blah, 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 blah. And what the blah, 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 blah stands for is who has not realized any of his potential because he's in a bad situation and maybe he could get better. Not trading for that fucking cocksucker. Are you kidding me? No. He's not a cocksucker. I'm sorry. I, that's crazy that I did. That. I, don't, I don't have any personal ill will towards Marvin Bagley. I'm not trading for Marvin Bagley. Bro. We don't know anything about what he is. I'm not trading for Marvin Bagley. He doesn't fit. Doesn't fit in draft picks. Hopefully, if we do do some sort of buddy deal, we can get Davion Mitchell. That's the only thing I'm going to say. If you're going to trade for buddy, get Davion. That's the only way. Davion, buddy. If we can't get Tyrese and, and Fox, fine. Give us buddy and give us Davion. Davion is going to be a good fucking basketball player. That dude is going to be good. Is it enough? No. I mean, I, 
the Rondo thing, right? I was thinking in my mind, man, if you trade, let's say you did trade Ben for Zach Levine, because that was kind of percolating for a little bit. Let's say you did trade Ben for Zach Levine. You need a point guard, get Rondo on the cheap. It's a perfect situation. Someone like Rondo who can set everything up, he would be perfect. He'd be great for Joe and great for Zach Levine. He'd be great for those situations. He's not perfect for us. He's not the perfect point guard. He's older and, you know, whatever his feeling is, what it is. Not saying it's going to make us contenders all of a sudden, but it gives us a legitimate point guard, though. <sighs> now we don't even have that. So, well, that's it, everybody. That's all I got. I came here to spew depression and sadness, and I'm sorry if I ruined your day. But now you know how I felt for the last 48 hours. Everyone wash your hands. Stay safe. Black lives matter. Stop Asian hate. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, we're fucked. I mean, Delta, the Delta is flying through the nation. Yeah, Delta is flying through. We're fucked. We're never going to make it out of here. It's just getting more depressing to think that I may be quarantined at home again to watch a Sixers team that has failed me. Sad. Wonder what the Eagles are going to do this year. That's it, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming from my mind. Used to come in.